Hi, I'm Nancy Lotridge Anderson. And I'm Ryder Taff. We're financial advisors for New Perspectives Incorporated, an independent fee-only financial management company. And this is Money Notes, 15 minutes of financial tips and conversations about money to help you save more, invest smarter, and live better financially. So plug in your earbuds and get your notepad ready. It's Money Notes. I'm Susan McAdory, and I'm here with Jackie Wright, and our topic today is scams. Hey, Susan. Hey, Jackie. Um, We both know scams are nothing new. Um, Whether someone is selling oceanfront property in Arizona or congratulating you on winning millions, scammers will tell you just about anything to steal from you. Um, And we all know if it sounds too good to be true, it definitely is. Um, So there are a few types of scams out there. They can reach you by email, phone. There are different websites or apps they can reach you at. Um, Financial advisors, charities. The IRS. Um, these are just a few out Let's there. Let's talk about email scams. Let's do it. Um, so have you ever been scammed by email, Jackie? I don't think I've fallen for one, but I get them quite frequently. And they will come from someone's name that I recognize. And then as I look closer, I know it's not. Or I have gotten um, credit card emails And once I've gotten either one of you guys to look over my shoulder or I've looked at it a little more carefully, I see that it's not from the credit card. And part of that is the last part of the email address, isn't it? Correct. It'll be off by a letter or it'll be incorrect. And I will say the credit card company appreciates you uh, letting them know that you've received one of these. Yeah, so they can try and get ahead of it and warn other customers. Um, Sometimes people who've had their email address compromised, well, then accidentally it gets scammed to you. So we've seen um, sometimes people's email addresses that we do know are legitimate. Um, We then receive spam emails from them, and it's because they've clicked a link or followed something. And um, one way we can prevent going through with that and clicking links they send or opening files that they've attached to an email is to just pop them a text message or give them a call to make right. sure they sent that. And um, Which happened to us recently. Correct. I gave the person a call and I said, did you really ask me to do this? And he said, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, so it's important that you just verify that that person actually correct. contacted you. Yes. Um, and one thing in email we know is if anybody ever asks you for money, Double check and don't fall for that. What's your Um, line? If it's too good to be true? Oh, it definitely is, Jackie. Yes. Um, But phones, how are we scammed on the phone? My first instinct is just not to even answer the phone if I don't recognize the number. I think that's a great uh, way to prevent falling for a scam is just not to accept it in the first place. Um, And you can put yourself on a do not call list. Um, If you'd like, it won't catch everybody, but... When people keep calling you, you can report their number. And we do know that the IRS or your credit card company is not going to ask for vital information, i.e. Social Security number, uh, your account number, because they know that already. And the IRS is not going to contact you by phone or email. It's very hard to get the IRS on the phone (laughs) in in, any way. It really is. So if you ever hear from them... um, if it's by phone or email, yeah. it's not who you're talking because to. Because typically they will send you a letter, uh, snail mail, to say, you know, this has happened. Is this true? Correct. That's how they'll verify you. 
Um, but with the phone also, sometimes people do answer it and they get a call that is demanding money to be sent for someone to help out. Again, just reach out to anybody you know, definitely the person they're saying you should send money for and make sure that that person needs it because chances are they that's just a scam. Don't fall Apparently a grandparent credit uh, phone scam is a biggie. Yes. And they tell you your grandchild uh, is in trouble yes. and needs money that they don't. No. They don't right. need money. Um, Let's move on to credit card scams. But how do you prevent or get ahead of any fraud on your statements? Or? Well, I have learned not to use a debit card at the gas stations. In fact, using your debit card is pretty much a no-no in a lot of instances because apparently there are um, scammers that can come in with machines that detect those numbers. Whereas, like you said, if it's a credit card, you do have a, um, a barrier of protection. And you know that the credit card company will try very hard to get their money back. Exactly. it's your yeah. debit card, it's your money. Another way I keep up with my credit card is to um, get a uh, credit report, which is through annualcreditreport.com. And you can get one free every 12 months. Or um, another strategy is to request one every four months from the different credit card um uh, company um, agencies. Agencies. Yeah, because there's three agencies, right. so you could space them uh, out. Experian, um, TransUnion, and Equifax. Yes, exactly. Um, and also reviewing all of your transactions and statements on your card account and your um, bank account is a great way to see uh, what transactions are happening and if you made them or if your husband made those transactions. Um, and sometimes, that. like um, a fast food place, I have noticed. Um, a couple of them, they'll double up, and you'll see two um, of the same uh, amounts. So you know to go back and check on that, because you know in one day you didn't spend the same amount at you know that restaurant. Yeah, it's a good way to protect yourself. Right. Um, and charities are a big problem these days with false charities, um, particularly after a disaster happens, whether it's a hurricane or a fire. Uh, People will reach out to you over the phone or email, advertising as a charity, but they may not be. So how do I know what the correct charities would be? Different websites like Charity Navigator or Charity Watch to make sure it's a trustworthy and legitimate organization. And you can also see how they're rated to make sure it's a charity that gives most of its money um, for the use you'd like rather than administrative costs. Um, so that's a good way. Is there a state government website that will tell you that information, I wonder? I don't know. Secretary of State's office or Attorney General? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Secretary of State's office. You can check that. Okay. Um, uh, then we come to snail mail, which a lot of us still get a lot of. Correct. What do you do? You just throw it in the trash? No, never. Mm. <laughs> I My rule of thumb is if anything has my address on mm -hmm. it, I'm going to burn and shred it. Right. Um, and you definitely want to shred or burn things that have um, those, a lot of times, credit cards in them that you can activate. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Or there will be checks in there. You just right. want to make sure you get rid of all those Well, things. especially that when, when you're, a, it's a credit card company that you're already using and they'll send you this uh, page of checks to help to entice you to pay off other credit cards. So I do keep in mind to shred those. Yeah, yes. it's important. Um, another 
very important and right up our alley type of uh, scammer to avoid is a potential financial scammer. Um, the infamous Bernie Madoff comes ah, to mind. Yes. Um, pretending to be an investment advisor and managing accounts when, in fact, he was just stealing. Um, so one way you can do that is to go on FINRA's website uh, and see their broker check. And you can check um, the history, the work history of advisors and make sure they don't have any complaints against them. Uh, make sure that they're actually uh, licensed with um, the ability to give you that kind of advice. And if you are taken advantage of by an investment advisor, um, it's important to report them to the appropriate authorities so that this doesn't happen to somebody else down the line and that there's a record of it. And you can file a complaint. Mm -hmm. You certainly can. And then other people can go to that. Like you said, they can look up that investment advisor. And if they find just one complaint, I think that's probably one too many. Definitely. And um, my rule of thumb is uh, you should spend much more time researching any type of advisor um, or attorney, um, much more time than you would searching for a new spot to eat lunch at Yelp. <laughs> because people will do that all day, but um, for some reason they're a little hesitant to do all the follow-up. Um, I think exercise caution when you click on different websites. Definitely exercise caution. Um, make sure it's a site you want to go to. Um, and then also, if you're using a service that's an online marketplace, I know um, there's Facebook Marketplace now where people can buy and sell goods. Um, there's Craigslist, which I use uh, for kittens and furniture. Um, but anytime you are later going to meet somebody, you want to make sure you're protected. Uh, make sure you go to somewhere that's well lit, well trafficked, on camera. Um, and sometimes cities have uh, internet safe zones where you can do the exchange of goods and money <laughs> without having to just invite somebody into your home or having to go out and meet somebody where you may not feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And you can always encourage somebody to come on right along with you or following it in their car. Well, that's really good advice. Um, I have noticed that credit cards, if you're going to be traveling and if you particularly use that credit card to buy your airline tickets, they will notify you ahead of time and say, hey, we see you're traveling. Don't worry, we've got you covered. Yeah. And it's a good idea to let them know that you're traveling just so that you don't have that inconvenience of having your card switched off temporarily because they're wanting to get ahead and make sure it's you who's traveling. Right, right. Uh, but there are different ways you can prevent um, or, I guess, damage control a situation where you've fallen victim to spam or fraud. Um, to prevent it, you know, as we said, just exercise patience. Be very careful before you click a link or send money to somebody or open an attachment in an email. Um, just get ahead of it before answering your phone. Just don't let them have your voice. Um, so that's a good idea. And your credit reports, monitoring them will help prevent any accounts being open or you can get ahead of that fraud. Um, Reading monthly statements. Mm -hmm, correct. Again. Your statements verify that everything's uh, on the up and up, that it's all matching. Um, Gosh, there's just so much to think about now with the internet. <laughs> well, you can always put it on a schedule. So you just Correct. know the once a month, just review your statements um, before you give money to a charity or um, veterans or a political campaign. Make sure it's legitimate. Check it out. 
Um, and just remember that if it if it sounds too good to be true, it definitely it is. It definitely is. I'm Nancy Lotridge-Anderson. And I'm Ryder Taff. And this was Money Notes. Find us at newper.com, N-E-W-P as in Paul, E-R.com. Call us at 888-831-3158. And join us next time for Money Notes. New Perspectives, Inc. is a registered investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. In no event shall anything said here be interpreted or construed as a solicitation to affect securities transactions or provide personal investment advice. A copy of New Perspective, Inc.'s written disclosure statement is available upon request.